Good morning, good afternoon. This is Chiran starting my podcast which I have been always telling I will be starting. <laughs> okay. First of all, thank you very much for tuning in. I don't know how you find me. It could be from Twitter or just from Spotify, but thank you. First of all, let me introduce myself. I'm Chiran, 22. I'm a psychologist. I finished masters in clinical psychology. So, now this podcast is a series which will be continued every week once for every week and each time i will be opening a basic psychoeducational topic and then explaining you what it is with a q and a session which you guys directly asked me in my twitter handle okay so this podcast will be with two sessions first session i will be explaining what is anxiety and the things related with anxiety and in session 2 we will be talking about all the Q&A sessions like the questions you have been asking me so i'm sorry if your question didn't make it up here i will answer it but in the following podcast i have been separating the questions into different categories that's why let's start it so session 1 anxiety wow okay let's take a deep breath here anxiety has been a big topic not just here or after the pandemic even before that the pandemic just escalated it way too quick it's understandable so first of all what is anxiety it's a normal emotion to be honest which most of the people don't actually understand it's a normal human emotion just like smiling laughing happiness okay so you can't actually get rid of anxiety it's like getting rid of smiling getting rid of laughing it's not possible but you can cope up with it you're not going to laugh your whole life like all the time but there will be times you will be laughing right same thing as anxiety so then why is it a problem it is a problem until sorry it is a problem when it start to interfere your day to day life day to day work when it stop you being productive same thing as laughing if you keep on laughing and not doing anything at all then it's a problem right same every emotion is as important as each other unless or until it's not letting you do to do anything productive in your life so what's difference between fear and anxiety that's a very good question first of all fear is something which has a logical reason to be feared at a dog is chasing me i am having this huge agitation this huge uncomfortable feeling that is called fear but there is a dog barking like somewhere i can hear the sound so i'm actually feeling um an uncomfortable feeling i can i feel like there is something wrong then that's anxiety because there is no logical reason that you should be feeling that way at that moment it's okay until it's making you to not to do anything in your life productive so good emotions and bad emotion is a big category there is no such thing as good or bad emotion only appropriate and inappropriate emotion when you need to be feeling fear you should be feeling fear when you need to be laughing you need to be laughing but if you are 
not having the appropriate emotion at that particular moment then we have or we might be having a problem you are having an examination and you feel anxious it's totally actually okay unless that anxiety stops you from actually reading or studying for the examination then you have to learn how to cope up with that i think this can clear the whole thing about anxiety so first of all there were so many questions about emptiness annoyance self doubt panic attacks uh, can i educate someone about anxiety insomnia so i actually categorized it and today we are going to talk about the first question self doubt and the reason i'm having anxiety because of self doubt and i'm not starting anything because of that can you help me with this okay it's a really good question actually and then i went down and actually three to four people asked the same question self doubt and the anxiety surrounding it self doubt is totally a different category but i'm going to include it here and just touch on the subject because it's necessary here so self doubt is when you think you're not enough or you're not eligible to do something okay that's that's what self doubt is there is something you need to achieve but you doubt yourself that you can't actually do that no it's not up to your standard your your standard is not that that's called self doubt so do you think everyone is not actually having that they are so what's the problem same thing again self doubt is not a problem unless or until it's actually making you unproductive so here it's actually making you unproductive so here we have a problem so self doubt what can i do to overcome it first of all basic thing why are you doubting yourself because you think you are not eligible why do you think you are not eligible because you actually believe that you don't have the potential to do something so what is the potential you have what is the strength you have many people have this thing they will be starting drawing and they are, they feel that they actually have something there and then someone will they will see someone who is actually very good at it and they will think oh they are actually good i'm not let's stop there you can eat three dosas that pers- person can eat four dosas but you can eat three dosas in 3 minutes that person can eat four dosas in 40 minutes can you understand what i'm trying to tell here you have to be mastering what you are good at before that don't compare your skills with someone else never compare your skills to someone else because their way of approach their way of training their way of seeing things is totally different from yours you are not similar to anyone else in this world let's let's make it clear now okay so try to understand in which way you are actually good is it teaching is it writing is it is it just reading a book or explaining a book you have read or drawing or anything okay and then try to train yourself in that particular area try to master it of course everyone have something they are very good at they just don't know it yet okay i want you to try to understand which one it is simple how do i do that try everything try reading try writing whatever there is try it you can't know until you try it okay then i'm doubting myself for example take this podcast i'm doubting myself can i go through with this can i follow through with this what if i don't follow up i'm not going to start it 
if i'm not not going to follow up what's the purpose i'm not going to follow okay now what can you do in this situation think of the worst case scenario what is the worst case scenario jaren if you don't continue this podcast and it will end up as a misery failure and the whole society won't accept you like oh my god who will like a loser like that okay what's the worst case scenario people might start asking me you were doing something that podcast was good why aren't you doing it that the pressure i feel it's a worst case scenario here so what can i do at that time mm, let's think okay if people are asking me and i have actually a potential to do something like this i can take my time i can think about it i can prepare myself and then start doing it which is actually a motivation for me to do it so same even in academics i want to do i want to write this examination but what if i fail okay that's a worst case scenario right if you write an examination you fail that's a worst case scenario but is the failure is a worst case scenario or the reaction from your family is the worst case scenario most of the time it's a reaction from the family so when you start doing it you are going to give your best if the worst case scenario happens you're going to think of what they are going to tell and what you're going to respond and how you're going to overcome that why i'm telling you is if you put this schedule when you this when if that actually happens you will not be panicking or feeling the anxiety as much as you think you would because you already went through all of this emotion in your brain okay then baby steps take baby steps don't pressure yourself like i am going to finish this whole two units today and then i'm going to be like the master of the subject no no stop pass right there start with one simple subtopic finish it thorough it even if i woke up in your bed and ask you that you should be knowing that that much how thorough you should be on a topic then move on okay the quality is what important here most of the time all of us the issues with us is we see the quantity oh i finished one unit but the next day after the examination you won't remember thing you won't remember a thing i can assure it so quality is the thing so take baby steps okay okay i think it it helps you a little bit with self doubt if you have more questions about it you can at my twitter account i will be explaining it much more in a whole topic which is will be dedicated for self doubt okay the second question is what is the difference between high anxiety and panic attack is that something like that that's a really good question actually there is no such thing called as diff, um high anxiety it's called anxiety attack you feel it when you are in an examination there's a knot in your stomach a spitty palm that's called anxiety attack it comes gradually it increases like you increase the volume in your phone call it comes with a knot in your stomach then slowly your your palm will be feeling chill and the sweatiness but it will go away once you face the fear which is exam in this example but panic is no specific disorder you will be you can be eating you can be talking with someone you can be just simply watching television and then you will be having a panic attack panic attack is a diagnosable thing it's if you are having a reoccurring panic attack for a long term at least for a 6 month period of time you should be seeing a therapist i highly highly urge you to see a therapist because you need to be having proper therapy sessions proper medications proper therapy continue follow through for that 
but anxiety attacks is normal okay you can cope up just by facing the fear it will be over but panic attacks don't be having any specific trigger so you don't actually know where to pinpoint and that okay this is why i'm having this no it can't actually be many people have anxiety attack and they think they are having panic attack when you having panic attack you will be having nauseous feeling you will be you can't actually breathe though you so you will be feeling like oh my god i'm going to die because that much struggle will be there to breathe so there will be sudden and unexpected episodes okay then how can i deal with this first of all you can't actually get rid of panic attacks but you can cope up with it how can you cope up first of all gain knowledge educate yourself what is panic disorder what is panic attack how can i actually know about it the more you know about something the more you feel anxious about it because you know what's coming you know what's going to happen okay okay you going to reduce the surpriseness in that so you will be feeling better panic attacks are just the misinterpretations of your brain for flight and fight sensations when a fear or a specific thing comes up your body reacts as flight and flight reactions fight reactions but your body thinks that something bigger is coming and it make it you make you have a panic attack but panic attack is not harmless you are not going to go to you are not going to die as you think you are going to do just remember this the next time you are having panic attack i want you to remember this that this is not harmful for me this is going to be over okay remember that thing in your mind it's, it's so scary i'm i can understand that it's so scary actually it's scary but it's not harmless remember that okay so next thing is calm breathing which seems so silly because everyone is talking about calm breathing but the basic thing for panic attacks and anxiety is the breathing issues so when you concentrate on your breathing it's actually help your body to cool down and to actually think properly the more oxygen you give to your brain the more good it going to work so try inhale for 4 seconds and exhale for 4 seconds then muscle reaction so muscle relaxation i'm going to teach you right now i want you to make your shoulders and neck into a tight ridge position like make your shoulders go up to your neck and give it a tight squeeze now i want you to inhale and in 4 3 2 now when you exhale i wanted you to relax the whole muscle you do this for 6 to 7 times and then you can do it in any muscle part of your body this helps your muscle to calm down when you are having a panic attack or an anxiety issues your body tend to tense up the whole muscles because it's ready to fight something but this muscle relaxation helps you to calm your body the physical and your emotional psychological thing is intertwined with each other when you calm down the both of the things it helps you to cope up with a panic attack more easily the next thing and the last thing is challenging thoughts overthinking is like the basic thing for panic attacks and anxiety so teach your brain something we are not going to believe something unless or until we see a evidence for that most of the people have anxiety because what if that person thinks of me like that what if this is going to happen what if okay if the what if has an evidence then we are going to go through it we are going to see what we can do about it if not we are not even going to think about it we are going to move on and go to something else we are going to engage ourselves to something else 
second the worst possible situation for example this happened like a week before when two persons uh, i don't know if you know them two people were in a boat one people has an anxiety and another one doesn't and one of them asked what if i fall into this river what will happen that is anxiety that's a worst worst, worst possible scenario the other person said you have a life jacket even if we fall we will be okay then the anxiety went down this is what i'm talking about but the worst if you think of the worst possible scenario and come up with a coping mechanism you will be fine the anxiety will slow down because your brain will be oh this will happen and then i can do that okay then think about if it's going to matter for a week or month these are the next level of standard thinking it will happen only if you practice it in your day to day life okay right so if you want to know about more about how to cope up with panic uh, disorders or panic attacks i want you to actually meet a therapist because panic attacks are diagnosable things and you need to be seeing a therapist right now but anxiety attacks it's not a diagnosable one you can actually overcome it in your home having a small coping up mechanisms i hope this session helped you it's already been 17 minutes so thank so thank you so much for tuning in in the next session i'll be talking about emptiness how to overcome it and all the other questions you have been asking me thank you stay tuned bye bye hi guys this is jiren i'm back with my another session of psycho education so last time i talked about anxiety and so many of you have really good um feedback about it i'm so happy thank you for that this time i'm going to talk about depression and it's going to be small session because uh, the last one was huge so i'm going to trying to clip it short so that many people can actually listen to it for a continuous period of time so first of all i'm going to talk about three important things what is depression what are the reasons we are getting depression and what's the difference between getting depressed or just being in a sad mood first of all what is depression so depression is actually a mood disorder is an diagnosable mental disorder that causes a persistent and consistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest that's all okay it's a simple i made it as simple as possible this is the basic simple definition it affects how you feel how you think how you behave and can lead to various emotional and physical problems you start having issues with day to day activities it stops you from doing anything productive because it's keep on telling you your worth isn't your life isn't worth living okay first of all when you tell someone that i'm feeling depressed they usually say just you can do it you can come out of it but that's not the case when you are having depression you can't just snap out of it but you can if you are going through a sad mood that's the difference between sadness and depression sometimes you are feeling sad but you may think you are depressed so that's why i wanted to explain this 
when i explain you what is depression you will know whether you are going through depression or just a sad mood people just stopped telling i'm sad have you noticed that like they stopped telling i'm in a bad mood today i don't feel good today they started telling i feel depressed no because depression is a mental condition it's a mental disorder you can't just throw away that word like that if you don't know that it's okay but please be cautious about it because it's actually invalidating the people who are having the issue for real okay what are the symptoms of depression like how do i know if i have some depression first of all depression can come to your life only once when it comes you will have long time treatment plans you will fight it consistently then you can manage it and it reoccurs with episodes so what i'm trying to tell is all the symptoms it won't be at the same time sometimes it will be some of the symptoms and sometimes it's a combination of some of the symptoms it's like that so please don't get overwhelmed when i explain these things okay let's get a wind let's take deep breath 3 2 1 okay so the symptoms are you will feel empty you will feel worthless you will feel helpless all these at the same time and there will be sudden angry outburst or just you don't want to talk to anyone or irritability or frustration even over small matters and losing interest in the things you usually have interest on you could be so much into painting and suddenly you don't want to paint and basic pleasure like sex hobbies sports anything sleep disturbances including insomnia or sleeping too much tiredness lack of energy even small things needs so much effort and anxiety feeling agitated slowed thinking your body movements getting very slow feeling of worthless guilt fixating on past failures self blame trouble thinking you can't concentrate making decisions is getting hard you can't remember things frequent and recurrent thoughts of death suicidal thoughts suicide attempts all these are symptoms of depression okay now you will f- could have feeling so overwhelmed because there are so many um, symptoms i have just explained so the thing is you can get all these but not at the same time you don't have to be having all the symptoms at the same time but most of the symptoms should be there for at least 1 month to 6 month time of time so to get diagnosed with depression because depression is having so many different types as prenatal postnatal depression is the postnatal depression is there and bipolar disorders there there is so many things so these are the episodes that can occur and what are the symptoms we should be noticing like notable things which is the day to day activities starting to getting into problematic you can't be productive even in day to day activities you can't sleep well your social activities is getting way less less and less so these are the visible symptoms and why it is happening to me because there is a many causes first one is biological differences 
some people just have depression because of their structure of the brain their genetic issues some people genetically genetically like your your mom and dad could be having the issue so it's it's genetic and hormones when you are coming from a teenage to adulthood or your childhood to teenage there is a huge hormonal difference so mostly people in 16 17 18 or 13 14 they go through all these but if you try to resist fight with it if you have a good resilience then you will fight with and you will be okay and if not then you will fall into all these issues so that's all for today i just wanted to clear what is depression and what are the symptoms of depression and how you can actually identify that you are having depression so you could be telling jaren i have this uh, insomnia and this agitation so do i have depression no you don't have depression what i'm trying to tell is all the symptoms i have explained you would be having the maximum of it at the same time or at least at an episodic thing for at least 1 month to 6 months then yeah you are having symptoms of depression not depression having symptoms of depression and having depression are two different things if you are having depression it could be only diagnosable by a medically certified psychologist or a psychiatrist so please visit someone if you are feeling like yes i'm having all these symptoms okay because also i want to know it's a it's not an incurable thing you can manage depression okay so don't worry about it i want you to think positive i want you to work on it i want you to have hope okay and if you are coming through this podcast via my twitter then i want you to drop anything you want to know more about basic depression because i know there are so many questions you guys asked i will cover it but this is a basic of it so please drop any other thing you want to know about basic depression Thank you for tuning in. This is Jaren. Bye-bye guys. Hi guys, good evening. This is Jaren. I'm back with another podcast. So last two episodes we have talked about anxiety and depression. So depression was just an introduction so i will be continuing that episode before that i wanted to finish this one which was connected with anxiety and depression so many people have asked this question so i thought if i talked about this it will cover most of your questions which is emptiness so emptiness what exactly is an emptiness emptiness is if you just want to know in a simple words is apathy which means you can't actually feel anything and numbness a feel of numbness or i don't know exactly what is going on but i don't feel anything this is what we call emptiness so why do people feel empty there has been a lot of research going on because you know it's really hard to research something when people feel like there is nothing to be researching about so it's such a tricky and a hard <clears throat> area to be actually researching but of course psychologists did research on this area and they have came up with some good and understandable results first one is neglecting your own emotions or feelings or desires this doesn't happen in overnight but you do it in a period of time 
you start losing interest you start neglecting your own desires for the sake of others it must be replying your parents own uh, idea of career than yours or your parents idea of hobby than yours like you you want to be just playing around or just play or just watch tv for a hobby but your parents might say that's not a good hobby do this or do that so when you lose your own opinions your own desires for someone else you are actually neglecting your own we otherwise call this as abandoning yourself what is abandoning yourself abandoning yourself is leaving you or locking everything you want to do somewhere in your inside you and just pretending to be okay and going on or moving on in your life this is what we call abandoning yourself so this abandoned self will keep on send you a signal or anything for in a cry for help it could be a sudden burst of tears it could be sudden burst of anger it could be sudden burst of happiness out of nowhere anything that is seems like an abnormal thing to do at the moment is a cry for help so people do neglect themselves do um you know uh, do take over other people's uh, desires over their own but so everyone goes into emptiness because of that then no but what happens is if you make this as a typical repetitive pattern if you do this for every time you have a choice to make uh, you can choose either you or other person and you're choosing other other person or other people's opinions each time then you're gonna end up here then second of all not understanding what exactly is going on see sometimes people don't exactly feeling like empty but they will think that they are actually feeling emptiness so how could i be overcoming this third one self harm so this could be triggering for some people so if you are triggered for self harm please stop right here thank you so people who feel empty has been noted and has been recorded who self harm themselves too which means when you don't feel anything at all when nothing excites you at least what if i feel the pain what if this numbness go away because i can feel the pain but this doesn't also give a permanent solution for that this is just a temporary thing and they believe that they deserve the hurt so this is a huge other another spectrum which i will be talking in another episode if you guys are okay with me talking about this because i know how triggering it could be so what can i do to overcome this whole emptiness thing just now that i'm actually understanding what it is i want to know how to exactly overcome this so i wanted to talk about this now first one have you ever wondered why we feel so good with a new haircut with just sitting and cleaning our nails and putting a new nail polish or getting a new dress something why is it making us so happy it's a simple answer but it could make you realize what's actually going on you are doing something for you something just for you the nail painting you are doing the haircut you are getting the dress you are getting everything just for you why is it making you so happy it's because you are keep on neglecting anything that has to do with you so when suddenly you are doing something good you feel so good so why can't you just sit and do one thing for yourself every day 
it could be simply making something to eat for yourself or painting your nails getting your hair done anything anything just for you this could make you feel like you're not your inner self that you're not actually abandoning it see our inner self is like a baby it needs attention it needs care it needs constant reassurance so you need to give it to it but we are so busy giving assurance and uh, constant you know credits and validity to other people we totally forgot our inner self next one try to realize what exact emotions you are feeling first of all i can give you some examples next time when you think that you are feeling empty you can ask yourself am i actually just curious about something like why is the sky blue and then you will be suddenly thinking about why is sky blue and then you will just go to a void and then you think why do i feel empty see this is not feeling emptiness this is actually you are just curious about something you can learn about something second one bored bored is a phenomenon when something doesn't excite you when something doesn't excite you you don't actually feel anything so you feel bored so next time you feel empty you ask why am i feeling this am i bored maybe i can be bored because nothing is exciting me what if i do something that excites me what can excite me maybe trying something new that you have never tried or learning something new that you have never known is could excite you and the next thing am i denying something most of the time people feel some negative emotion or hate or jealous or anything that is considered as a negative emotion towards someone or themselves or to someone close they deny it i could i should be or i could be feeling jealous of my friend getting a very good grade than me but i deny it because i will be like no i can never get jealous of my friend because she is my friend no you are just a human you can be jealous of someone but what you can do is you can accept the jealousy and think that what if i just work hard and congratulate her and move on so see when you keep on denying that you are in a jealousy phase it will just make it worse with your relationship with that person too so with this denying you will also feel emptiness because you will keep on deny that one emotion you are feeling which will just go back to the same emptiness phase and then irritated then ask yourself am i irritated over something irritating is an emotion which is connected with frustration also something you want to be in this way but it's not exactly happening in the way you wanted so you are getting irritated or frustrated tired am i just tired am i just tired to feel anything like physically or mentally because i have been doing so much this could be a reason or the last one mad at someone but can't show it for example the authoritative figures you can be mad at or the government you can be mad with your parents you are so angry with your elder brother or elder sister or younger sister or a baby you can't actually show your anger to a baby as it is not socially acceptable norm so you bottle up those emotions and then at some point you feel empty because you don't know what to exactly feel if all these checks out as a no then that's what we call emptiness so next time please don't jump upon something and think that that's emptiness think it through try to understand what exactly you are going through
before jumping on to an conclusion this helps you to actually accept and acknowledge what you are feeling so that's it for emptiness today i hope this helps so next time when someone tells you i feel so empty you can either send this podcast to them or just explain it to them i think that would be uh, much helpful to someone because many people are confusing themselves as if they are having emptiness okay so the last thing i wanted to tell is i wanted to know if you guys want me to do a podcast series in tamil because i know i am getting so many people who are from that side of audience so if you want me to do please let me know thank you guys i hope you get a nice time and a good day even if you are not getting a good day it's okay too i hope you know what an unique and wonderful person you are have a nice day this is jaren bye bye